and welcome back to the another episode of the latest and greatest podcast, the Let's Not Die podcast, with your host, me, Ruben Uribe. This week is a special podcast, a very special podcast, because I got to interview someone that I'm not related to. <laughs> but this week, Lindsay Watson is in the podcast. She is an amazing director, filmmaker, storyteller, and all. And she has a film in the LDS Film Festival. Uh, she has, it's called Guardian. You guys should go watch it. The film festival is running from March 2nd to the 5th. It's a, it's at the Sarah Theater in Orm, Utah. It's going to be awesome. Go, It's going to be great. Go check it out. There's going to be a lot of great films, a lot of great talent out there. And I highly suggest you go check it out. But this interview, this podcast is is around Lindsay Watson and her just amazing, intelligent mind and the creative process of of her film Guardian, which you <laughs> which you guys should go check out. I can't talk right now. But listen to the podcast, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Cool. <laughs> and like the reason why it's called the Let's Not Die podcast because it was originally gonna be recorded in my car by a crappy Volkswagen and just driving around and let's hoping like it doesn't break down. Nice. But unfortunately, it, it beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even film a single episode and, and it broke down. Lame. <laughs> yeah. Lame. All these hopes and dreams shatter. <laughs> <laughs> So this is, uh... Welcome to another episode of the Let's Not Die podcast, and here I have a special host with me, or special guest, and she, where is <laughs> all my information, I don't know where it went. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is, uh, this is an artist, she went to UVU, she is, has a film accepted in the LDS Film Festival, and her name is... She's a director, Lindsay Watson. Introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, introduce myself. Yeah, introduce introduce myself. I can't talk ever. Um, well, my name is Lindsay Watson. Um, I directed a film that got accepted into the LES Film Festival. That's amazing. And um, I've directed um, some other music videos and. Um, another short film that we're in post-production with right now. Um, in kind of the idea phase, writing phase of um, a feature, another short film, um, and some more music videos, so. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Is I don't know if Candace has told you this, but I'm also into like film and stuff like that. Nice. It's more like, a, uh, what's it called? Like, I look at it as in like an art form. Mm-hmm. I can show you some of my uh, some films that I've done, but <laughs> I don't. I I'm nervous because I feel like you're the real deal, and I'm just <laughs> some like some amateur kid off of YouTube. Don't ever feel like an amateur. I mean, yeah. Well, like I don't know. It's just that like my stuff's very different. It's very artistic. It's different. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll show you some. Please do. Yeah. Okay. Actually, uh, <clears throat> so first question. Uh, like, uh, what made you get into filming and, like, directing and all it's that kind of stuff? <laughs> it's actually kind of a weird story, I guess, because mm. I feel like a lot of people either, I don't know, I feel like a lot of um, really dedicated filmmakers just kind of knew when they were, you know, before the age of 10 that they, that's what they were going to do. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, didn't really make movies with my siblings at that age, but... We just had a camera and we filmed everything. And it was ridiculous um, <laughs> and hilarious uh, looking back on it. But when I was in ninth grade, uh, I moved to California at that nice. time. And in my health class, we were required to make um, just, I don't even know what to call it, a short film, I guess, about something that had to do with health, yeah. like a health topic. And so we had talked about, you know, stereotyping, like that's a part of health and whatnot. And so we we're like, let's mm-hmm. just do that. And it's how I met my best friend, Alex Magnelli, by the way. Um, and we 
we ended up in the same group together and we made this it was like it was so ridiculous like over the top <laughs> just weirdness about stereotyping this girl who yeah. was obsessed with pokemon and <laughs> she got bullied because she was oh. stereotyped or you know like just yeah. this weird yeah. <laughs> like it was only funny to us and yeah. i i practiced like not laughing um while watching it in class yeah so that i didn't look like an idiot just like laughing to myself at my <laughs> and alex freaking skipped school that day that we had to show it and so he wasn't even there uh. <laughs> so yeah um anyway i ended up laughing hysterically anyway and everyone was like you're <laughs> crazy yeah what is this there's like one other kid laughing and i was like he gets it he gets, he gets it, it. <laughs> yeah. everyone else was just like what and i did like professional editing and all this stuff on it and yeah. Anyway, after that, I was like, you know what? This is really fun. Yeah. And I, I started, well, I had watched like extra features of DVDs before that, you know, but I really started getting into it. And I was like, this, I don't know, for some reason, this is what I want to do because I made yeah. this, you know, dumb health video in ninth grade. So that's where my passion <laughs> really started. <laughs> nice. There, so. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Who th would have thought that, like, a small little health <laughs> thing were, like, you know, just... Yeah. That really had nothing to do with, like, anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you still have it? That like Yeah, you know? somewhere. <laughs> I gotta go yeah. find it, because it's, yeah. it's so bad. It's, like, Ugh. so bad and hilarious. It's, like, so cringeworthy where it's just, like, awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're just, like, ugh. Yeah. And I, like, acted in it, and it was just... It was uh, bad. It was good, but bad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to check it out sometime. Because <laughs> for some reason, I like I I know how. For some reason, I have like the way uh, like this image of way it looks because I had a class like that, and just like this poor quality and this yeah. just like the just oh my gosh, yeah. it, this like, middle school like video projects. Ugh, what the best? It was like the mini eight whatever cartridge video cartridges yeah. <clears throat> that we shot on and even in just a short time things have come a long way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i iphones or pretty much any phone looks better than what that yeah. was back in the day you know it's crazy but yeah <laughs> it, was, it was amazing <laughs> <laughs> okay uh let's see next question uh so, do you think you'll ever branch out into, like, any other genres of um, kind of directing? You know, I've thought about it, because, as you know, I'm sure um, I do a lot of drama. Yeah. And uh, my mind, <coughs> excuse me, tends to want to write darker material and um, just, like, real raw, gritty drama. Mm -hmm. But um, it's... I don't know. It's interesting because I started out making these these silly videos with my friend Alex. Mm -hmm. um, started with that health video, and then we just kind of kept making these really ridiculous short films that yeah. were very over the top uh, ridiculous. And you know, like we <laughs> thought it was hilarious, and I still think it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so I guess technically, I started out doing comedy. Yeah. Um, and it, when I was younger, I tried to do a little drama piece and, you know, like I would use my siblings as the actors and things like that. And like, yeah. they couldn't act and it was amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, I remember this one scene, my brother, oh, which one? I don't, probably all of them. He had like this super long, just wordy dialogue. And I was like, no, it's great. <laughs> and he's like, I can't memorize this. You know, so yeah. I was like holding up the, the paper in front of him and he's just like reading it on screen. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, it's the best. Like, yeah, totally. Tell. It's great. It's great. Um, but I, I love comedy. Um, mm. I. I, I've never done a professional comedy though and I mm -hmm. part of me feels like um, it wouldn't satisfy my artistic needs as much as drama 
Yeah. Um, because I just, I really love to throw myself into everything and not saying that comedy won't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just don't know, uh, you know, how I'll feel and how I will, or what I'll take away from it. Yeah. You know, um, but I definitely want, I definitely want to do some comedy. I don't want to get stuck doing comedy though. Yeah. Which I guess can happen, but mm. <clears throat> if you look at someone like, you know, Ridley Scott, he's, his work is, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no real rhyme or reason as to what projects that he does. Yeah. You know, like, he, what has he done? Alien and, and then like mm-hmm. Matchstick Men, like those have nothing yeah. in common, you know, but he's yeah. done a brilliant job with everything that he's done yeah so i don't want to limit myself but yeah like the way i see it, it's just like you want uh instead of just being like perfect like getting perfect at this one thing you want to be able to like do a whole bunch of wide spectrum of it so like kind of to be able to know that you could do all these sorts of different styles and yeah. like genres of work right and like not just be based in like you only could do this right exactly and yeah. i feel like a lot of comedy directors um kind of get stuck into that niche like they're like oh you do comedy <laughs> go do more comedy that's yeah. all you'll ever get to do mm-hmm. so i don't want that to happen because drama is where it's at for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i don't always want it to be drama you know yeah um i have aspirations to make a movie um similar to the likes of amelie which you know technically um it's still a drama but it's Mm -hmm. whimsical and a little bit fantasy but reality and i adore it i love it yeah you know or even a kid's movie like matilda was like one of my favorite movies thanks to my (laughs) sister tesley um but yeah it's you know movies like that or you know even like a kid's adventure like Jumanji, you know, just mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff is great. And I feel like maybe we need more of that right now. Yeah. Maybe, you know, like maybe we're doing okay. I don't know. I haven't seen every single movie out there, but yeah, like I've noticed right now, there's not really like all the movies that are directed towards kids are, all, they're all animated. Yeah. And I feel like there hasn't been any, like, like you mentioned, like a Jumanji or Matilda. Right. One I'm of, like, those kind of style of kids' movies. Right. How recent. And, like, I feel like right now there needs to be one. I feel like that, too. And I feel like mm-hmm. they are trying to keep up with that, but I haven't heard such great things about some of those movies. I won't mention which ones, yeah. but, um, yeah, I definitely feel like there needs to be to be more of that because mm-hmm. you know i remember growing up with those movies matilda jumanji i'm trying to think of what else um for some reason those are really you know at the <laughs> yeah. forefront of my mind um anyway uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay but like you know my kid i mean she's only four and mm-hmm. i probably grew up with cartoons until I was like just strictly cartoons until I was like you know five or six but I want to be able to have her have something when she's less of a toddler more of a kid you know Um, Mm -hmm. just something fun to watch something to stir the imagination and have fun with so Mm -hmm. that's awesome I didn't know you had a kid (laughs) I do she's four and a half yes and how old do you think I am I always thought you're like 24 (laughs) It's a pretty common answer. I'm 28. 28? Wow. Yeah. You're so young. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a good thing, unless you want to look older then. Well, <laughs> it's kind of a double-edged sword in the sense that when I was pregnant with my child, mm-hmm. I got a lot of really nasty looks. Wow. Really? Yeah. And I was, you know... I'm the type of person that's just kind of like, screw you. Yeah. What do you know type of thing? Like, yeah, exactly. Even if I was unmarried, even if I was underage, mm-hmm. who are you to judge? You know? Yeah. And, but the fact that I was married, I am still married. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was 24 when I had her. Yeah. You know, I was just like, 
even more of like a screw you like who do you yeah. think you are type exactly. of thing i think people need to kind of step step back and check themselves a little bit more yeah with that and like, i mean i have funny stories like i have a friend who um introduced me to her friend and he was having a conversation with her and he was just like wait her daughter was planned but wait how why why would she plan a teen pregnancy and he was, like he he thought i was yeah. her age and she's like oh, 21 now yeah and she was like no she's like seven years older than i was like oh <laughs> yeah. okay that makes more sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. off topic here. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess uh, we can move on to the next question, which is... Uh, okay, so you have a, a film in the LDS Film Festival. Like, how like how did that come to be? Oh, well, we submitted the film... Well, we, we finished it last year um, mm-hmm. at the end of the school year, which was, what, April... 2015 something like that anyway mm-hmm. um and we uh, submitted to our schools festival last year and um we ended up taking home what was it like five out of ten uh, um, awards for that so that was it's awesome that was amazing a lot of fun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um I bet. and i am the first female director to ever win the best directing award at uvu Wow, well, so congratulations. history, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a, a trailblazer. It's awesome. <laughs> I, I try to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, it's... Um, but yeah, we submitted to, you know, places like Sundance and South by Southwest, and I don't even know where else. And um, obviously we didn't get into those. A um, mm-hmm. lot of reasons why, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> I'm not bitter. No, I'm really not. I'm really not. <laughs> um, well, do you think uh, not getting into those like film festivals just pushed you more into trying to work harder? Um, yeah, you know, I I feel like there is a lot of really incredible talent out there. Yeah. I know that they get oh how many like thousands upon thousands of submissions for every single category and everything mm-hmm. and. Um, there is a lot of really, really tough, um, I don't, well, I kind of don't want to say competition out there because, you know, it's an art form and, and you should create what you need to create, you yeah. know, but there's a lot of talent out there and you're yeah, not going to yes. get accepted to everything and, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's okay. Um, but it also gives me an opportunity to go back and look at, um, you, you know look at what I've made and look at kind of you know their process of how they did things and um, see if there are things that I can improve on and um, you know maybe sometimes it could come down to budget or it could come down to just you know politics within your own crew yeah um, but that's you know something I always strive to um, <clears throat> make better for for Mm -hmm. myself and for everyone on the set just like have a good crew have good communication have you know all these things you got to know exactly what you want and um on guardian yeah you know it was like my first real short film that i directed and there was a lot that i could have done differently (laughs) but at the same time i have to look at it as i'm learning you Mm. know and the best type of learning is on set you know hands-on learning yeah and it's unfortunate um for the director because in general the director gets the least amount of experience out of everybody else on the crew mm-hmm. yet you're the one who makes all the decisions and and you know people have to come to you to know what needs to be done and so um one of the biggest things that i learned um that i already knew I, j- I guess I'm just working on it more is just mm-hmm. pre-produce like crazy, you know, know yeah. every single detail of every little thing that you need to do, every shot that you need to get, every line that you need, you know, mm-hmm. said a certain way or this and that. And 
just know what you want and collaborate efficiently enough mm -hmm. to where you let people do their jobs. You let them bring what they're going to bring to the table. Yeah. And you can say yes or no type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, there's always, always, always opportunity for growth. There's always opportunity for, for learning. And, you know, if that ever changes, then I'm done. You know, there's, yeah. there's no point in continuing to do really anything that you mm -hmm that you know like either either i'm done or i'm just being arrogant if i think i know everything you yeah. know mm -hmm. so yeah anyway <laughs> yeah well i think that's true because i think uh personally like i think do think knowledge is power and just being able just to because for me i've never done any like big projects like that like the biggest i've ever done was having somebody drive the car for me while i'm, <laughs> I'm filming and like that's the biggest like crew i've ever had and like I think it'd just be like interesting just to be able to collaborate like that and just be able to have like how big was the crew you were working with on this film? You know, I feel like we just had kind of too many people um, and part of it was ne necessary and part of it was really not. Um, ugh, how many people do we have? I want to say it was at least like 20 to 25 maybe even up to 30 i oh, wow. i don't know and it never seems like that many people to me but they're like no there's 30 people on set right now i'm like mm -hmm. what <laughs> you know yeah. um but you really gotta you know hire people that you trust hire yeah. people that know the vision and if you hire someone and you've made a mistake mm -hmm. it's okay to let them go yeah if they're not on the same page if they're perhaps causing problems mm -hmm. it's okay to let them go you're not in this business to you know keep people's feelings yeah unhurt I'm not saying that i like you're cutting I, everybody's throat right and, and it's not like that at all but there are just some people that you won't work well with yeah and that's okay and so mm -hmm. you know make decisions that will help um make your set run better that will help everybody work better yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get off on tangents like no, <laughs> like fine. nobody's business. I'm like taking this all in because I'd yeah, like yeah. I have no, like I've never been on like set or anything uh -huh. like that and like I love doing film and I'm just like that's so interesting like <laughs> I just want to like if I ever could just be a part or anything like that like you just hold a boom or something or just be on set just to be able to just to learn because I just find all that stuff interesting. Well, the thing if you is, want to, man, well, we'll give you a call. Yeah, for sure. Well, the thing is, because, like, I I didn't go to, like, to school for, like, film or anything like that. Like, I'm just purely off of just YouTube and DUI and, like, mm -hmm. learning as I go. And... DUI? <laughs> huh? DUI? DUI, yeah. DUI? DIY? DIY. No one can say it right. It's fine. Like, I was saying it, and I was just like, wait, that didn't sound right. And then I was hoping no one would catch it. <laughs> your listeners, your listeners caught it. Yeah, but like I just did it everything, all, all run and gun. And how do you think? Do you think uh, having like a formal education like helped you with uh, like with your with your film? Um, this is always uh, a tricky question mm -hmm. for the reason that. I personally feel like if you, if your end goal is to be um, an assistant camera or um, a locations manager or just, you know, anything like that, um, even, even sound, um, I don't think it's necessary to go to school. Mm -hmm. You got to work your butt off to get your foot in the door. Um, you know, you're going to probably have to do some free work for a little bit, get people to know you, build your network. Yeah. Um, but even in, in something like sound, you, a lot of times you can find someone, especially in Utah, um, mm -hmm. you know, you can go up to them and say, hey, you know, like, this is what I want to learn how to do. Can I get 
some onset training as like, you know, like I'll work for free for a week or yeah. maybe longer, you know, um, can you teach me the ropes? And a lot of times they'll say, yeah, you know, we need more sound people. Because um, mm-hmm. actually in Utah, like my sound friends are always, always working. There's a, oh, wow. I, I, I think there's a shortage of sound people in Utah. But, yeah. you know, even like as an assistant camera, I was doing that before I ever went to school. Mm-hmm. And um, there's really no formal education that you absolutely need to learn how to do that stuff. Yeah. And there are like, like you said, um, DIY things online that you can learn. And mm-hmm. there are YouTube channels all for just assistant cameras. Yeah. Um, and as long as you get your foot in the door and you can kind of BS your way through a little bit, you know, but do your <laughs> job, not, yeah. not be incompetent, then you'll be fine if that's your end goal. But for me, I decided that I really wanted to, you know, get a leg up in the game mm-hmm. faster than just working up the ranks and saying, hey, you know, I, I want to direct. And people will just say, okay, cool. Yeah. And that's about it, you know. Yeah. Like, you don't always get an opportunity to go um, be mentored by a director unless mm-hmm. you're kind of, I mean, in my experience, um, unless you're showing that you're serious about it and you're not just, mm-hmm. you know, on set as a PA, like, yeah, hey, you know, like, yeah. hey, I want to be a director. And they're just like, okay, let me do my job. Like, who are you <laughs> type <Yeah>. of thing? <laughs> um, and so... I went to school and a lot of the stuff I was just kind of like okay you know I know that and that's fine and so some of the classes were easier than others and mm-hmm. um but when I got into like upper division I was like okay this is what I'm doing I'm taking as many directing classes as I can mm-hmm. um and I went to one of my teachers um and I asked him if he ever mentored anyone and he was kind of like well, not really but then he emailed mm-hmm. me and he was like, well, you know, for you, I will. Yeah. And I was like, awesome. Because um, he's, a, he's a fantastic writer, director, actor, um, script analyst, script mm-hmm. doctor, you know, all these things. He, uh, film analysis, he just knows, he, he knows story like the back of his hand. And yeah. he knows how to get a performance and he knows how to give a performance. And so his input and everything was beyond valuable. Yeah. And I never would have had that opportunity if I hadn't gone to school. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, things fell into place for me. I don't think it all happened by chance. Yeah. I don't think I just got lucky. Like, I worked hard um, for my mm-hmm. place in, in school, which was kind of my own place because, um, you know, I was very dedicated. I, I worked really hard to to show this is what I can do. And so when it came time to do senior projects, um, my, we kind of had a script, but I wasn't totally in love with it. And Mm -hmm. the guy who wrote it submitted it and it was like way too long. (laughs) And um, they're like, well, you know, it got denied. And I was like, well, I figured that, but what are we gonna do now? And it was already like mid summer and you had to submit it the semester before yeah. um, summer started. So I was like, great. <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of like whipped something up and, and said, hey, you know, teacher, here's this other script that I have. Yeah. Would you please consider taking a look at it? And at that time, I had, I had other people asking me to be in their senior projects group. And I was like, no, there's no way I'm not directing my senior project. And I was very adamant about that. Yeah. And he was like, okay, well, just so you know, they're not like accepting other projects. And I was like, all right, like <laughs> challenge accepted, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, I, I sent him some stuff and he was like, hey, you know, I think this has some really great potential. Mm-hmm. Um, see if you can get a crew together. And I was like, well, okay, that's easy. So I got a crew together. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I've got this. He's like, okay, now write a proposal. And I was like, okay. So I took a week and like wrote a proposal and sent it back. He's like, okay, let's meet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So we met and, you know, he was talking about, I don't even know what he was talking about. And then 
my friend Diana and I who produced it, she was like, so are we greenlit? And he said, yeah, you're greenlit. And so, awesome. you know, then I was able to direct my senior project, um, which was a really great opportunity because like, I'm not for asking people to do free stuff forever. Yeah. But as a student, I feel like that's really okay to ask yeah. people to do something for free. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, like I could use that to my benefit to, you know, get my friends to help me out. And, yeah. um, and I, you know, like I said, I, I kind of made my own schedule at the school. You mm. know, I was like, I'm going to substitute this class for a directing class. And they were just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, you know, there's nothing else I really want to take. Can I just do independent study and do another short film? And they said, okay. Mm. And so I was able to, you know, utilize the school and um, my relationships with the people that I know yeah. to be able to do things on the cheaper side as a student. And mm -hmm. if I, you know, if I didn't go to school, if I didn't have that, then I wouldn't have had any of those opportunities at all. And I, mm -hmm. who knows where I'd be, you know? Yeah. So moral of the story is knowledge is power. Knowledge get is power. Get an education. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you if you want to hone in on a very specific high demanding craft, go mm. to school. Yeah. No, well that's awesome. I didn't like I didn't know that uh I didn't even know that UVU had a like a directing or like a film They'd, side. I mean, th they have right now mm -hmm. um digital media with an emphasis on cinema production. Oh, okay. Technically, I just kind of did my own thing. Yeah. I mean, I took all the required courses and everything like that, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I was like, you know, most people only take one directing class. I took three. Okay. Not everyone um, gets to be mentored. Mm -hmm. um, not everyone... I, I don't know. I guess people just don't ask. Yeah. I just asked, you know, mm -hmm. um, but I got to do independent study, and basically it was like my own class on getting better at directing you know yeah um anyway okay. things like that so you think uh like getting mentored helped you out a lot oh it helped me out tremendously mm -hmm. um his name is uh, alex nibley and he's a very a very intelligent man and he um it was interesting um i would go to his um his office at his house and we, at the time, just, like, lived right around the corner from each other. And mm. obviously, like, we had no idea that we did <laughs> until yeah. he was like, come to my house. We'll, you know, have a, a session to talk about your script. And I was like, okay. I was like, oh, okay. you're right around the corner. So I would just, you know, I'd go to his house and um, we would talk about the script. We would talk about, you know, he would, he would ask me... He, all he would do really is just ask me questions, you mm -hmm. know. Um, well, who are you casting for this? And have you thought about this? And have you thought about, you know, this? And who's doing the production design? And who's shooting it? And, not, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but really, that's the majority of your job as a director is making decisions and asking questions. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds like not a lot, but it's a lot, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but he, you know, he would give me all these just little tips and little tricks that make a huge difference in, like, how to mm -hmm. talk to your actors and yeah. how to communicate with other people on set. And, um, and um, he would inspire me to... Um, you know, put my foot down if something wasn't going the way that I wanted to it yeah. to, or um, you know, speak up and mm -hmm. you know, not just use your like voice, not you be want. afraid. Exactly, not yeah. be afraid to express what you want or what you need, because mm -hmm. that's gonna hinder um, the quality of the work. You know. Yeah. And I feel like, not slowly, but very surely. I'm doing a lot more of that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Nice. So with, like, did you edit your the your short or... Me personally? Yeah. Um, or, like, how much, like, 
from beginning to end, how much like percentage do you like were you involved with the whole process of it? Oh my goodness. Um, from beginning to end, I mean, I was there mm-hmm. through everything. Um, not like you know, holding everyone's hands, making sure that <laughs> yeah, let's do it this way. But you know, I had to be there for you know all the decisions of um, where we're going to shoot it and and who we're going to cast and. Mm-hmm. Who were hiring and um, um, you know, like on the set, all the decisions, the day-to-day operations of the decisions on set, and mm-hmm. um, oh my word, sorry, there's something in my eye. <laughs> no, you're fine. And um, afterward, I let the the editor do um, an assembly edit. And let him kind of do his own thing um, up until we, you know, went into the fine-tuning of every single scene. And, you know, there were some times when I would just say, I trust you. Not that I don't trust him with, like, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But there were some scenes I was just like, just have fun with it. Just go crazy with it. And he did. And it turned out really, really well. It looked really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were, you know, other scenes where... Um, it was just like timing issues and you know like I would be sitting there okay you know and there are times when I I would literally sit there and be like just you know bring it back just one frame even just that one frame (laughs) he's like okay fine (laughs) (laughs) like not Um, other people would notice but like you notice I notice yeah and it's just the tiniest little details and um, you know I've had one of my other friends tell me, he's like, I would hate to be your editor. And he, he wasn't even in the editing room or anything. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I was just like, why? He's like, because I feel like you're very precise about what you want. And I was like, <laughs> I have to be, yeah, you know? Like, <laughs> it's my baby, of course I'm going to. Exactly, exactly. But um, our editor was, was really, really great. He... Um, he dealt with a lot <laughs> yeah. from us, um, and he really, um, you know, understood the project and was able to mm. to edit in a way that made the whole thing work. Because there's, you make the movie three times, mm-hmm. essentially, in the writing, in the production, and in post-production. Okay. Like, the way it's written won't always come across the way that you think it will on screen so yeah. you're kind of like changing things here and there and then the way that you shoot it doesn't always come across the way that it's going to be edited you know like in yeah. your head you're like yeah this is going to work and then you get into the editing room and you're like no. oh crap <laughs> you know yeah. you just you know you figure it yeah. out you hire a good editor and who understands story and mm-hmm. you'll get it you know yeah so okay and so do you think uh <laughs> so do you would so do you ever just want to just focus on directing or do you ever want to like expand into other <laughs> excuse me uh, that was a burp that was great that is a really good question because I am not a fan of producing I'm mm-hmm. not a fan of editing um, and even though I do those things, um, in my opinion, you know, pretty well, um, they just, you know, suck the life out of me yeah. and I don't understand how my friends do it. <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. like, go you, cause yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, essentially I really want to stick to directing, Okay. but you know, there could be projects where I might not be uh, the right person to direct it. Maybe mm-hmm. my voice isn't what needs to be um, attached to that script. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm okay with that. But maybe the script is amazing enough where I still want to be involved, you mm-hmm. know, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind, you know, helping produce it or... Um, I don't know, just, I don't really know what else I would do besides producing um, if I were on a project where I had 
a major voice in it, you know? Yeah. So, other than producing, directing, so. Okay. Anyway. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to kind of go off the questions, uh, just into just random questions. Okay. Since you, like, I'm guessing you really like movies. Mm-hmm. So, like, what would you say would be in your top three movies? Oh, good heavens. I would say top five, but then this is, to make it harder. I know, three. this is the worst. Like, whenever anyone asks me what my favorite movie is, I, I, I don't have one. Yeah. Because there are so many great ones that are just, oh, they're so incredible in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, dang it. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a it's like what's question. on my mind today yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my most favorite movies of all time is Girl Interrupted Girl Interrupted we were talking about Angelina Jolie earlier yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she is phenomenal in that movie I mean she, mm-hmm. to me she can do no wrong Yeah, I know there are a lot of people who will disagree with me but I don't care because I, I think I'm like I'm that in love with what she does. Yeah, like you she's know? so versatile. Like she, just she really is. She do it's anything. crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course Winona Ryder, and that was yeah, just beyond. And and Brittany Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so sad. Like, I still can't. I don't know. I still can't process the fact that Brittany Murphy is gone. Yeah. And that role, oh my gosh! Ooh. Anyway, Cleo mm-hmm. Duvall, everyone, everyone, and that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um. And of course, that's a you know gritty drama, and it's yeah. raw, very real. And yeah. I have no idea where I gather my inspiration from. <laughs> this next question totally was originally my idea, but oh, so about the film festival that you're in, that the Guardian is in. Uh, how, like, how was the process to enter into that? Okay, (laughs) sorry. What does, what does your, your short focus on? Excuse me. Um, Guardian, which is the one that's been accepted into the LDS Film Festival. Mm -hmm. Um, the logline, no, it's, uh, it's about this, uh, punk rocker girl who, her name's Mm -hmm. Izzy. And she's trying to gain custody of her younger brother from their alcoholic mother. Mm-hmm. And so there are, you know, the dynamics of, <clears throat> excuse me, the mother-daughter dynamic of, um, you know, I feel like every mother and daughter will butt heads at some point, but it's kind of mm-hmm. like amped up by this um, addiction that their mother has that mm-hmm. she's really not... You know, she's not fit to be a parent. She never was. Um, and her sister is trying to step up and say, he, you know, he's got to get out of here. He's got to get out of this negative space that you're putting him in. But she doesn't want to lose him. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to lose her. Um, but she's, you know, she's, she's an adult. And so she, she left her. Um, okay in that space to kind of fend for herself because she was sick of taking care of her taking care of her mom yeah <laughs> you're the worst <laughs> I can't read your <laughs> um, okay. you guys this is serious yeah, I know I have a lot of serious note right now I was so like, focused into it like it sounds amazing um, but yeah, so it's mm-hmm. it's about her trying to get her brother out of that situation and mm-hmm. kind of realizing that, um, you know, maybe she's not the best option either. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, where did you, uh, I guess, where did the inspiration for the story came from? You know, it's funny because I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I wasn't totally inspired to write it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more of like a panic of... <laughs> I need a story so I can direct my senior project type of thing. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> my my friend Stefania Barr and I, um, she's actually the one who co-wrote, uh, starred in, um, you know, just like helped with so many aspects of it um, in the pre-production, production and post-production of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, hey, um... 
So I kind of have this idea. I don't know if we can just like get together and talk about it. And she was like, okay, you know, and I, I didn't know her as well at the time. But she was like, yeah, Lindsay's cool. I'll help her out. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just, we got together and kind of like we hashed out this very rough idea mm-hmm. for I mean originally it started like in a courtroom and you know all wow. these things that just were not as good yeah <laughs> um and we I don't know I really cannot tell you where the idea like actually came from because I wasn't really inspired I was just like oh this would probably make a, a good story or maybe it was Stefania. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we both worked very relentlessly on it. And um, mm-hmm. we went through, like, what was it? Like, 15, 16 drafts of just, wow. like, this, you know, 14-page, 15-page story. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, it definitely developed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as far as inspiration, I... I I don't know. I really don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> okay, so it sounds that uh, you're the short, uh, it, like it touches on both anger and hate, mm-hmm. but it, like it also does like touches on hope and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So do you think you could like, you think a lot of people will be able to relate? I hope people will be able to relate. I feel like, um, I feel like every person in the world has experienced some form of all of those emotions mm-hmm. <clears throat> or actions um, it um, it's, I don't know it's interesting for me because recently I've been um, trying to forgive myself more of things mm-hmm. and um, part of me uh related to the character of the mom Denise um you know she's she's doing these horrible things she's drinking pretty much like every day and Mm -hmm. um I mean in general she's trying to do better but she just she feels helpless she feels like she can't and you know like I've been in that situation where you know I'm I'm doing things to kind of like you know that are not so great for myself um Mm -hmm. but feeling lost and feeling helpless or um you know and as a mother um I feel like every mother feels like they're failing their kids at one point or another yeah and I've you know I've definitely felt that um I'm not perfect nobody is um Mm -hmm. but you know, having those those feelings of, of hatred more towards myself, really. I feel like mm-hmm. everyone can kind of relate to that. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of dynamics um, in the short film that are complete opposites of each other. Yeah. Like Izzy has so much pent up anger and hate for her mom because of all the crap that she put her through. And mm-hmm. um, But in the end, you know, like, she's still her mom yeah she you know she kind of needs someone Mm -hmm. to to be there you know and um i feel like it's a good the the film is like a good starting point for where forgiveness can start yeah um it doesn't go into like you know the whole process of forgiveness but it's just it's kind of a, a take on um you know, even though someone may have done something really bad to you, mm-hmm. you can still forgive them. And that's something that I really tried, have been trying to take to, to heart a lot more recently, especially with myself. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not perfect. Nobody is perfect. Um, yeah. And I feel like the people who have wronged me in the past, like I feel like I have forgiven them and gotten over it. But it's like, for myself... Forgiveness mm-hmm. is the hardest thing, you yeah. know, and I feel like everybody perhaps feels that way because mm-hmm. you are your own worst critic. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like 
maybe Izzy does a little bit of that too because she kind of realizes that she's not perfect either you know yeah and and the change really has to start with herself for other changes to to happen so yeah Wow. <laughs> <laughs> when I get into yeah. it, you know. No, I'm <laughs> that was amazing. I'm, I was like so focused. <laughs> I really want to see this short. And is there any like so with this film? It's in the LDS Film Festival, which uh, is in when is the film festival? So. I'm not exactly sure when the whole festival is. Our short is being um, displayed, I guess, um, yeah. with some other short films on March 4th. Yeah. I believe it's at 5 p.m. at the Sarah Theater, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. And so with uh, this uh, new film, uh, already... I guess complete and ready to show. Are you working on any other projects? Um, not. Nothing that's like in full on pre production or production right now. It's mm-hmm. uh, more in the, the writing phase and the talking the idea phase. Um, there. Have been some talks about um, our production company doing um, a YouTube web series, yeah. um, which will be a comedy. And so I would direct a couple episodes of that. Um, uh, like I said, uh, I'm writing a, a feature film. Mm-hmm. Um, working on kind of getting more of an idea together for another kind of an abstract short film. Um, yeah. It won't have any dialogue or anything. and It'll be, mm-hmm. I don't know, probably more artsy like what you were talking about. Yeah. With your work. <laughs> I, I want to you know, create with a little bit more freedom right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and more in the talks are um, some music videos from two different bands that yeah. um, we've been, you know, talking back and forth mm-hmm. um, together. So. And are they local bands? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then and I don't know how much I can say about that. So I don't want to yeah. make anyone mad. <laughs> so so April, April release. For dear oh, yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> that one thing. <laughs> but I, I am so tired all the time. Yeah. I forget everything. Yeah. So yeah, um, there's also this other big project um, that I recently directed, uh, another short film called Dear Becca, and um, that one should we're in the uh, the post production process of it editing it right now um we should have a complete edit by april and um that was the one that i did as my um my last directing project at uvu uh my um what's it called independent study um but yeah there's that one (laughs) and uh what does dear becca deal with like what's the main um so dear becca is one that i actually did not write Mm -hmm. uh but the writer you know i was looking for a script because i emotionally i could not handle writing another script at that time (laughs) (laughs) okay okay (laughs) it's emotional guys (laughs) um so i was looking for another script that was you know kind of up to par with what i I'm used to um, mm-hmm. working on and I have a friend who was like well I have this idea and she pitched me the idea and I was like I'm in love with it let's go with that mm-hmm. um, and so it, it deals with this woman who is um, going to commit suicide but her younger self appears and um, kind of like reminds her of you know what what she still has to look forward to or like um i don't really know how to explain it without like giving everything away (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah she she kind of like helps her to understand a few things a little Mm -hmm. better in life um 
And I'll just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. well, her younger self makes it more difficult for her oh, to, maybe. you know, commit suicide. Yeah. So she's like trying to get rid of her the whole time, and. Okay. But yeah. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, so with Dear Becca, we're going to be uh, doing a local premiere. Um, we're not sure where yet, but we're going to be doing that. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> local theater. Local theater. Members of the press. Members of the press. Yeah. See, yeah. When, like when there's no pressure, I'm fine. Yeah. No, yeah. I've this is like the first interview I've ever done, so I'm like super nervous. Nice. If you couldn't tell, yeah, like super easy, super chill. But this is just like. Yeah. Get that promo. Where could we find you at online? Oh, <laughs> okay. Wait, let me get this one out first. Okay, okay. okay so with Dear Becca, um, we're going to be doing a local premiere at a local theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll invite, you know, local people, members of the press. Um, so that'll be a, a really good one to be looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned and, and we'll get you some more information on that as it comes. Okay. And uh, you can check out, you can check out all the information at guardianshort.com and also don't forget to pick up your tickets at the to the LDS Film Festival and indulge in all the incredible talents and the film fest the LDS Film Festival again it's going to the fil- the festival is going to run March 2nd to the 5th at the Sarah Theater in Orem Utah yeah and this is uh this is just something I do with every podcast okay as a guest, uh, you get to tweet out anything from my account on my Twitter. Tweet out anything from your account. Tweet out anything. Okay, so here you go, and be ready to tweet out anything. You tweet anything out, just nothing homophobic or racist. What's happening? This table's on wheels. Yeah, that, I remember I was like, I'm sorry, I'm like pushing it at you. Um, dude, I don't. What's it? Same thing. Okay. 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 What's your podcast called again? Uh, the Let's, let's not, not Die, die podcast. The Let's Not Die podcast. Oh, well, let's not does. let's not die with Ruben Ruby. Or le- let's not die podcast. Let's not die. I don't know. <laughs> this is my tweet. I don't tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just yeah, just send. Right? Send. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna go and like that right now. I don't tweet Hashtag awesome Hashtag guardian Hashtag Lindsay Watson Hashtag podcast Hashtag let's not die That's perfect Okay Yeah Hashtags are everywhere It's called Instagram Okay And Where could they find you Like on social media Me personally If you want to plug that out Or like Guardian Or any both Publicist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Guardianshort.com, like we said, and then also to say, like, look for our Twitter and then look for, like, because that's where we post any updates about any upcoming projects. Okay, so you can find us at uh, guardianshort.com, and we also have a Twitter account. <laughs> I think it's Guardian Short. We're figuring that out right now. I don't do that. No, Stefania made it, not me. You guys, I'm telling you, I don't tweet. Hold, hold, please.
<laughs> Can you just look it up? Yeah. Just like not log in, but look it up. Oh, it's okay. So it is. No, that's completely wrong. Short. <laughs> 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 is it for Hepper and Punk? Is she created for Hepper and Punk? No, it's for Guardian. We, we, we create one for Hepper. It's just Guardian parentheses. Oh, Guardian Film UVU. Okay. Like, it's right here, guys. <laughs> All right, so you can find us at uh, guardianshort.com. And uh, on Twitter, it's uh, at guardianfilmuvu. Uh, Facebook, Guardian Film, Guardian Short Film. Eh, all the things. We're, we're on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you again, uh, Lindsay Watson, for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me. And let's not die, everyone. <laughs> wow. Amazing, amazing podcast. Thank you again to Lindsay Watson for being on the Let's Not Die podcast. And thank you, Candice, for setting it all up for me. And again, go check out the LDS Film Festival training from March 2nd to the 5th at the Sarah Theater in Orem, Utah. And this is awesome. Honestly, this is a good podcast. Thank you for everybody who listened. And go check out The Guardian. It's going to be awesome. I'll be there for sure. So you guys go check it out. You guys can see me. Say hi, hello, what's up? Say, hey, what's up, hello? Is that how that song goes? I don't know. But thank you again. This podcast was brought to you by Ruben X Media.